Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? May 27th. It's a Thursday. Thursdays have, uh, I don't know, not really been good days the last, I think it's 10 weeks now. Uh, that's the day that the new unemployment claims come out. And yes, uh, we had another 2.12 million folks uh, institute uh, unemployment claims. Total now, since this all started, 41 million folks. That's about 25% of the working force of 160 million, roughly. It's, uh, I can't wait to see that fall under under seven figures. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Again, I go back to the fact that the, the worst month during the Great Recession was right around 600,000. So the fact that we're 10 weeks into this and we're still three and a half X, that is meaningful. I don't know if you're starting to see this, but I'm starting to see unemployment or layoffs from, frankly, non-retailers, non-hotel, non-airlines, right? We talked about, I think just in the last week, we've talked about Boeing, we've talked about HP, we've talked about IBM, uh, and there's more. Um, so again, it's just, you know, I can't wait to start healing. And, and again, I think we are. I think the economy is opening up. Uh, you can see uh, in some of the same store sales, you can see in credit card data, uh, that the consumer is hungry to go back out and spend, right? We've been on lockdown and not really spending. So uh, I am very encouraged by what's coming up. But I would obviously like to see this uh, this unemployment claims number, frankly, stop being above a million folks. Uh, I look forward to that day. We're, we're unfortunately probably weeks away, um, maybe months away from that happening. But we will. it will happen, right? That's the good news of this. Big news of the day is it looks like we can expect an executive order uh, from our president around social media platforms. Uh, there's been a draft circulating, but I'm going to wait till it is out. Uh, basically, taking on Twitter and Facebook seem to be the focus of this executive order, uh, and it is about stifling the conservative voice and fairness, if you believe or if you kind of focus on what it is. Um, Mark Zuckerberg obviously is taking this seriously. Uh, he was on CNBC this morning, uh, basically saying that uh, social media should not fact check politicians, uh, which is kind of the reverse of what Jack Dorsey did at Twitter. Uh, if I understand correctly, Jack Dorsey's uh, team went ahead and put a fact checking kind of label on a president tweet uh, or two, I think, the other day. So Seems to be a lot going on there. Uh, this executive order will be the start of something. Uh, again, it's hard to say what until we all see it. Uh, but just given the rule of law, this likely uh, will ultimately end up in the courts and probably the Supreme Court, and it might get there really quickly. But So we have to figure this out. And really what this has to do for us is, does it affect the stocks, right? Does it somehow take the luster off? Does it reduce ads? Does it, you know, what, what, what happens, right? So there's going to be, um, you know, kind of legal ramifications. There's also going to be revenue ramifications. And uh, really what, frankly, Facebook and Google and Amazon need to worry about is government intervention at this point, right? Will the government focus on them and break them up? Uh, that is, that's really the only thing that really could take down Amazon, Facebook, and Google 
uh, from just crushing what they've been doing the last 10 weeks is is government says doubt you're a monopoly and we're going to break you up. So that's why I think they should worry about uh, not so much this executive order. Uh, it's the bigger picture is what I'd ask them to worry about. Looks like GDP uh, kind of got adjusted for Q1. Unfortunately, it went from 4.8 to 5%. Um, that number still shocks me, 5% GDP shrinkage. And, you know, we were really clamping down about three weeks. So that's, that's just amazing, um, just the, the sheer uh, fall off that we had and points to what really will be a... a once-in-a-lifetime number for uh, for Q2. On a positive side, we got uh, Dollar Tree and Dollar General, uh, both up, both beat top and bottom line. Both had great same-store sales. Uh, I think it was Dollar General posted a 21% same-store sales increase uh, versus what they were expecting, what they call a comp of 7%. So, again, those stocks should be up today, uh, recording this right around 6.30, so unsure if they're up, but they should be. Uh, looks like HP is still in the news. Uh, their their CEO was uh, had was interviewed, I believe, on CNBC yesterday, uh, talking about um, buybacks of all things. Um, you know, if you were to look up my LinkedIn profile, you will see I spent some time at HP, and uh, back then, you know, Inc. Inc. was the thing that kind of fell to the bottom line and really uh, allowed HP to limp through some pretty terrible years of lack of innovation and now it looks like they're paying the price right you would have thought this quarter would have been good right work from home doesn't that just breathe printing and pcs and all of that and the fact that they couldn't capitalize on that really points to probably bigger problems and the fact that the hp ceo is talking about a buyback to kind of help the stock the shareholders don't forget, you and I were talking about a Xerox acquisition of HP five months ago. If he was really interested in uh, shareholder value, he would have took that acquisition. But no, like lots of CEOs, he is interested in his job and his executive team's job. And he's trying to manage numbers. And the fact that his stock is cheap, so he's going to buy some more, just shows how lack of innovation and creativity he has. Uh, if we learned anything in this crisis, companies should keep cash for a crisis and not buy back stocks. I mean, I was I was floored that I heard that yesterday. So pretty, pretty terrible. For those of you that thought Carl Icahn would be bailed out of Hertz and uh, leave unscathed. Well, he sold all his shares yesterday at 72 cents and recorded nearly two billion with a B loss. Uh, in his Hertz investment. He is now out, if you want to believe uh, the uh, the news headlines, and that's got a sting. A $2 billion loss, that's a lot of zeros. Uh, so obviously he's had tons of winners. Hertz will not go down as one of them. Uh, again, we got to watch Hong Kong. This is going to be, this is going to be in the news. Uh, it, it looks like, quote, the, our nuclear option, if you will, is to remove Hong Kong's special status. Uh, basically, if we if we frame Hong Kong as a essentially a China entity or a Chinese country, um, meaning like it is China versus a special status for commercial and activity, uh, that really could hurt Hong Kong and and be something that really just keeps pushing this U.S. China split further. It is it is going to get worse before it gets better. 
the Bank of America CEO was on, um, I think it was Squawk on the Street on CNBC. It might have been Bloomberg yesterday. I watched a lot of this lately. Talking about the average bank balance of his uh, consumers that, that average below five grand. So it's, it's the folks living paycheck to paycheck, right? Is what I took from the conversation. He indicated that the, the bank balance of those individuals is up an average of 30%. So he was pontificating, and I agree that that is stimulus. That is probably unemployment money. That is, frankly, American saving and not spending. Um, you know, we are spendthrifts, or at least that's our reputation. Uh, and the fact that we are saving some money is a is a good thing because we all, I think we see that this is going to be a longer road to hoe. So I was encouraged by that. Uh, it means uh, maybe it's not as scary out there, but uh, we definitely have to watch that. Uh, not sure if you've been watching uh, what's going on in Vegas. Obviously, I've had a couple of interviews with Brian Lebo about it because I'm watching that market for early indications. Uh, looks like some casinos are going to start to open June 4th. June 4th. So uh, anybody watching this excited to go to Vegas, get on an airplane, go sit in a room full of people and uh, gamble. Because, again, the shows aren't on. Buffets are closed. Uh, it's definitely going to be a, a different kind of Vegas. Uh, just a... Weird fact, I don't know if uh, it probably doesn't mean anything to you, but I, it was an interesting day for me yesterday. I logged into Amazon, and it looked like we sold 91 books yesterday. 91 of these bad boys. That's a record for me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. I, you know, 10 to 15 books is a normal day, so yesterday was 91, so pretty crazy. It uh, looks like the great rotation trade is on, uh, or some people are calling it the reopen trade. This is basically where we're taking money out of those five stocks that we were all following, Amazon, Alphabet, uh, Apple, the like, and we're moving it into really consumer discretionary, restaurants, cruise lines, airlines, things of that nature. Uh, it started about three days ago, at least in earnest, uh, and I talked about it yesterday for the first time. It will be interesting to see if that continues. Um, and it, it looks like as long as the news and, and states continue to open, California is opening, New York is opening, as we just talked about, Vegas and the casinos are opening, uh, this rotation trade could pick up steam. Uh, and frankly, if, if it broaden out the base, you know, the stock market rises in general. So pretty interesting. Uh, just more proof that the Fed, you can't fight the Fed, can't fight the Fed, can't fight the Fed. Looks like Macy's. Uh, raised a bunch of cap, a uh, bunch of money yesterday in a bond, paying eight uh, percent, which is interesting in of itself. But what's really market moving to me is the bond was oversubscribed. It was oversubscribed six to one, meaning for every dollar they wanted, they had six people willing to lend it. If that's not the Fed injecting liquidity, I don't know what is. Again, don't fight the Fed. Too big to fail. Clearly. There are big companies raising money that they'd frankly be bankrupt in any other environment. So um, just another another example. Uh, cruise line bookings continue to accelerate in 2021. Now, these can obviously be canceled, but the number of folks looking to just get out and uh, get on a cruise is uh, even exceeding my expectations. And I love to cruise. So, uh, you know. I think that is one to watch. I think cruise lines are interesting um, because really, again, you have to, for most of us, you have to get on an airplane first, right? Most of us have to get to the coast via airplane and then go. So 
Um, it's just kind of it's interesting to watch. Uh, the EU, right? We talked about them yesterday. I think it was 750 billion euros. Talked about a stimulus. They're already calling for not 24 hours later more uh, because they are talking about global tourism falling 70% this year. Uh, a lot of the EU countries, uh, you know, tourism is in their top, you know, two or three um, industries. And uh, if you have global tourism fall 70%, that is definitely a problem. Uh, more clothing stores uh, coming out with earnings. I think a couple of these are kitchen sink quarters. Uh, we did a video seemingly three or four weeks ago warning you that there will be some kitchen sink quarters. Let me know what you think. Uh, Abercrombie and Fitch talked about they were expected to have a miss of $1.39. Came out at $3.29. So that's 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 a dollar ninety more than expected. Same store sales fell 34%. Uh, then you had Burlington stores. This one, this number just caught me off guard. Uh, they were expected a loss of a dollar fifty-five. Came in at a loss of four dollars and seventy-six cents. Wow. That's three dollars and twenty-one cents. That's almost a two hundred percent. That if that's not the kitchen sink quarter, I don't know what is. Uh, and then we have folks um, kind of announcing more uh, volunteer or more layoffs. Uh, American Airlines looking to cut thirty percent of management and support staff. Delta is doing some buyouts and early retirement. Uh, and then finally, we have Toll Brothers. Um, actually, surprised to the upside, it earned fifty nine cents uh, versus expectations of fourteen. Toll Brothers, frankly, all the builders are going to be ones to watch this whole next year. Uh, if you don't know, Toll Brothers is arguably a higher-end builder. Uh, so I would suspect, given other trends, that Toll Brother has um, challenges. Uh, you know, Again, they need jumbo loans. They need buyers to feel good. Uh, where maybe DR Horton, for example, more entry-level uh, should probably do better. But again, who knows? Can't fight the Fed. A lot of liquidity sloshing around. Can't believe Macy's had a six to one oversubscription. That is pretty amazing. Um, you know, again, don't fight the Fed. Don't fight the Fed. So uh, thank you very much for watching. I have two exciting interviews. It's Thursday. So that, of course, means Jonathan Twomley here in about 10 minutes. Uh, and then I have an interview at nine o'clock my time with somebody who uh, likes to talk about dream big, think big, uh, something that I have problems with. So we will uh, that will be a very interesting conversation for me to watch or, or to participate in. Uh, so thank you very much for your time. Have a wonderful day. Take care.